North Self Connection proudly presents TNA Never Dies. Now, cross the line with your hosts, Aaron, Jenny, and JT. Cold open. A cold open with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And he's saying we're getting ready to go to war with our friends Australia and England. And I want to tell Germany and France, stay out of our way. Jenny, tough guys. Tough guys. Germans. You know, you got a lot of balls to call the Germans tough guys when they literally went to war with the whole world twice. <laughs> Jenny, were you prepared for Jim Duggan to be taking on the Dixie Chicks on this episode? Does he think it's 1943? I'm very confused. What? What? Well, those overalls are from 1943, so... Uh, obviously. <laughs> if, if at this uh. point he had bludgeoned the Dixie Chicks with a three-point stance clothesline, would it have gone over well? I think so at In this Nashville, point. In Nashville, yeah. probably, yeah. Well, definitely at this point, right? I guess this is when they were speaking out against the war in Iraq, I believe. So mm-hmm. this is all during that right now. That's why, I remember, Germany and France wanted nothing to do with it and blah, blah, blah. Is that why you guys got Freedom Fries? Yes. I believe it was around this time, yes. Do these, do those still exist? No. I don't think they existed long after they were created, <laughs> honestly. Just didn't know. We're going we're gonna to keep honoring the French with these potatoes. <laughs> such a weird time I, I he, he he lets out a we're proud to go to war mm-hmm. what a strange statement like mm. and then he leads a pledge of allegiance <laughs> and and don west starts doing it on mic but it just sounds like an ill robot like repeating after <laughs> hacksaw jt do you think celia and rebecca are embarrassed by their father no this is what this is what put the money on their table this guy's screaming the food on the table, the money in the bank, <laughs> the food on the table. What's this this gimmick right here? So he's all in. No, there's a lot of pride. There's still a lot of uh, xenophobia and a lot of jingo Django going on at this point mm-hmm. here in America. Uh, you know, 18 months or so after 9/11, with this all firing up, it was still very much like you had your anti-war folks, of course, but there were also like a lot of very proud Americans mm-hmm. ready to go. Um, get revenge so this was definitely a hot button issue it's also interesting to me like looking at this show and thinking it's a, about 11 days before the greatest wrestlemania of all time era <laughs> WrestleMania 19. <laughs> yes um it just seems like such a different era in a way you know well yeah i mean look, we were also innocent back then no um wrestling was no, hot. But just like yeah. no that these two things were happening at the same time i guess like wrestlemania 19 is about to happen and on tna we get dug in and overall so, you know, I know. it's just like an odd dichotomy between these two promotions right now well in fairness uh wrestlemania 19 we do have hulk hogan and vince mcmahon in a main event match <laughs> with, so a, felt bigger than this with a fucking fat ass roddy piper <laughs> interfering with a lead pipe right they all came back around the same time, Doug and Hogan and Piper. <laughs> they saw Iraq and like, we gotta get, we gotta get the band back together, guys. <laughs> Iraq's out of control. What do you say? <laughs> are are Duncan and and Don West twins? Because they look exactly alike in the face. It's I weird. think they're both alcoholics. Oh, is that it? So it's that alcoholist alcohol face. Well, my face doesn't look like that, Aaron. I don't. Are you an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, straight up. Okay. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> no. Because we can. 
I'm, just, I'm good with it. Okay, you're good with it. Is your nose red right now? I don't think so. Well, that's one of the signs. Oh. Well, I wear makeup. Oh, okay. So you got to, like, slather on that uh, that cover-up yeah. to protect that nose. I got the Rudolph brand, so oh, nice. it just covers it right nice, up. Nice. That fucking punk-ass reindeer. All right. <laughs> um, he then t- – Duggan – Duggan then launches into a speech where he starts talking about how he was at the base when the troops were being deployed. And a colonel said, hey, Hacksaw, you've been carrying that flag for many years. What? Okay, number one, he wasn't there, right? Like, he, no. He, he wasn't there? Of course, there. they flew him in to watch them all get on the ca- on the tanks. Do you think if they flew him in, what do you think the percentage of troops would be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Actually, I would say at this point a lot, no would know who he is. I would because this is a heavy nostalgia period. Like a lot of kids who grew up with Jim Duggan in the '80s were probably like in the military, getting deployed at this point. That's true. A lot of early twenty-year-olds. So, my one of my favorite lines we said: Saddam Hussein and those other terrorists. <laughs> all the mother terrorists, all of them, and Saddam Hussein. Do you think he I showed, don't believe he's a terrorist. Saddam Hussein. Well, I mean, it depends what your definition of terrorism is, right? I mean, he I certainly terrorized people in his country. Sure, not an international terrorist. I wish he would stop. I wish he would start jeteing and start jeterrorizing everyone. <laughs> Sir. Um. So, do you think he showed up at the base and they're like, "Hey, hacksaw, you want a gun?" He's like, "No, folks, I got my two by four. <laughs> I'll take out all those other terrorists <laughs> with my two by four. Is is it hypocritical of him being like, I've supported America forever after he turned his back on the USA and Lake WCW? That was just the concussion. Oh, okay. Concussion. <laughs> That's what happens when you get a concussion. You turn your back on the United States. And you do silly things. Was Sergeant Slaughter concussed in 1991? No, he did it for the money. Oh, fair, fair enough. Um, also, he screamed – at the end of the promo, he's like, let's roll! Let's roll! Is that code for let's go kill some Arabs? Yeah, let's roll the tanks. <laughs> roll yep. the tanks. Did they even use tanks in that war? I don't know. I just remember – I think them, it was uh, – yeah. I just remember them bombing the shit out of Baghdad. Right, and then it led to the song, Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> yep. Outcast was like, man, this is awesome. We got we to gotta do <laughs> You gotta say something. And Eminem, bag, bagpipes for Baghdad. A lot of songs came up in that era. It was, uh, I mean, this felt very forced and over the top, of course. You bring Duggan in for that match last week, and I'm assuming this was probably taped the same night because he's wearing the same outfit. And he'd roll him out here to do this. But at the, at the same time, like, it was in tune with this, er- this area of the country and, like, kind of with the crowd. And, like, I think the war literally. I feel like we're always talking about wars on, on these podcasts, Aaron. Uh, but I think the war. Forest just... wars. <laughs> Uh, had just started, like literally. I'm trying to get the exact date. Well, it's yeah, right. March 20th, 03. So like, so was the they next were... day. Yeah, so like, so maybe he was at to... the base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have been. I don't know, but they were about to roll for sure at this point. So, um, and it would be it lasts over eight years. And I remember thinking, like at the time, like, oh, this would be a quick war, like the Gulf War. Mm. Well, I mean, the main part of it was right. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty quick. It just the what was it, like 45 minutes? And they were like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> no, done. thank you. It's hot. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> told us it was a fucking desert. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. Were you guys at the time in support of the war? I don't think I was, like, in a place to non-support or support. Like, I think it was just, like, 
this is probably stupid, but like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was 22. I just moved on my own for the first time. Like I was very me focused. I think at this point <laughs> I did have a friend, a close friend who got deployed. So like, that was scary. Like, you know, cause who knew? Right. Yeah. Um, did he come, so that did part he come back? Yeah. He's okay. ended up, I think he's did three tours, but he's about to retire. For, he's, he was in the air guard, but my, um, father-in-law who was obviously my, you know, whatever girlfriend's dad at the time, uh, he ended up getting deployed a couple times as well. Uh, during that war, so it ended up being probably like more stressful than I expected early on. But yes, it was. Um, I don't. I don't think I had like a strong opinion either way. Is my guess. Does water ferment? No. Just took a That's sip. the alcoholic. I just took a sip of water and it tastes like fermented. Uh, did your wife poison it? Well, again? she did poison me once. I don't know if it happened right. again. Uh, Jenny, were you in support of the war? You know, I, I think I felt a lot of that revenge feeling that mm-hmm. a lot of us felt, but also um, we were probably just super overreacting, like very quickly. Like America, I felt like we, yeah, well, it's weird. I know it's so weird to say that out loud, but like, I just felt like we needed probably some more diplomatic. Maybe, maybe there was something else we could possibly do instead. But you know, they don't think that way, so. so- as a Canadian, I was like really disappointed at the time that our government didn't back the states. Why? Which, I don't know because I was like, there are allies. We should support our allies. <laughs> like I know it sounds stupid, but that's that was my mindset at the time. Was like I didn't really understand right. any of it. I was just like, well, you know, there's gonna come a time when we need them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but then like a couple years later, I got into Alex Jones, and I'm like, well, now <laughs> real enemies within. Did you know? we all? <laughs> What the hell happened to Building 7? All right. Uh, uh, so, look, we get a recap of fucking Eric Watts, the company, and, and all of them beating up Jarrett. And throughout this throughout this recap, they've edited in Brian Lawler's laugh a bunch of times. Why? Yeah, yeah are, JT, are they trying to drive me to suicide? Yeah, I think they went back, and they knew once we started this podcast, they went in and edited all this. <laughs> I've tagged uh, Impact Plus too many times on Twitter. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I, I just got a um, – if you remember, uh, got over a year ago now, I had the issue when they did the migration. I got locked out my account. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get back in. I had to create a different one. They gave me a credit. It was like a whole fiasco. I got an email the other day replying to my email from a year ago <laughs> asking for my information so they could fix it. I'm like, I didn't even reply. I'm like, I can't remember where this left off. Like. The account I have now, I don't remember I even paid for it. Like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm you got to reply and say you still haven't had service. Yeah. But, I mean, a year ago. Yeah. Like, Get another year free. I know, but it's just insane that it took them a year to, like, write me back. You know what I mean? Well, there's a just, whole pandemic, Justin. What do you want? I wrote them on, on January 4th, 01. I wrote, are you ever going to fix this? 01? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, 21. <laughs> 21. Right before the Fuck. war started. <laughs> Uh, I said, are you ever going to fix this or just continue to rob people of their money? That was the third email I sent to them. I sent one in November, and two in November, and the one in January. And they just wrote back. I said, hi, thank you for contacting Impact Plus Support. We apologize for the delay in responding to your inquiry. This was January 12th. 53 weeks later, they wrote me back. We've now put in proper systems in place to ensure this has not happened again. Uh, you can't find any active subscriptions under your account. Can you share your information? <laughs> and they actually did give me a... Um, a new promo code to use uh, for one free month. <laughs> but, Jesus wow. Christ. 
12, uh, 12 months later. My God. We apologize for the delay. <laughs> the, the slight delay. Yeah. We've now just implemented the system to fix your issue. It's like ordering a pizza and the guy shows up a week later. <laughs> well, like, who's the poor son of a bitch that had to go through emails from, like, the last year and reply to all the ones I got ignored? Like, this, I mean, if they actually took the time to write to me, they're probably writing to, like, everybody over the past year that complains. So some bastard is going through some giant backlog of emails <laughs> sending this uh, form response. It's got to be Don Callis doing that, right? I'm sure. Yeah, that's why I had to leave. Off <laughs> I had to leave AEW. I got a lot of emails to answer. <laughs> well, that's why he didn't answer them because he was off gallivanting with Kenny Omega. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fucking uh, jackal. In, in the promo, they keep showing Goldie getting shoved too. Um, Jenny, were you happy they replayed Disco's big speech? Well, maybe a little bit happy. Mm. I enjoyed that speech, uh, if you recall. We, yeah, so did I. We get a bat fight with Burt Prentice involved. Um, we get promised that D'Lo Brown would be a bona fide superstar. Is it too early to say if he has broken his promise or not? Too early. Too yeah, early. He's got time. JT, while we're on the subject, where is downtown Monty Brown? Uh, he's downtown. That's <laughs> that, the song would go. You know that song has. They've clearly never gone downtown. Like nothing's no. better downtown. Downtown's a piece of shit. Like this Unless homeless... you're George Costanza and you need to go on this work assignment downtown. That's true. Uh, Jenny is Monty Brown, D'Lo Brown's brother. Um, no, they're cousins. Oh, okay. On their mama's side. Oh, are Jody they... Brown's pal. Are they fucking? Possibly. Possibly. We get the bicycle bells and sex is coming to the ring. <laughs> I feel like it's a while since we've heard the bicycle bells, and right away I'm like, fuck, disco starting the show. And at this point, he grabs the mic, and someone clearly screams, Where's Alex Wright? <laughs> Guys, where is Alex Wright? Sadly, not here. Because he'd be one of the best people on this roster, yeah. easily. Uh, does the bell ringing, Aaron, remind you of like the one of the cut musics of It's Always Sunny? When oh, they use that song? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yes, absolutely. Like the same bell ringing noise. Look, I can't tell you how much how much happier I'd be if we saw the the trash man come out with sex, like uh, yes. Danny DeVito in his wrestling costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Disco calls out D'Lo. He's like, we miscommunicated last week. Please come out and talk. Vince Russo is our mutual friend. And Gilberti wants to correct a mistake from last week. D'Lo comes out in his gear, at least, brandishing a chair. Jenny, what is wrong with D'Lo's walk? It's more of like a stalk. It reminds me mm. of my cat when she sees like a spider. You think Delo's making that like yeah sound as he's coming yeah. to the ring? Is that yeah, what it looks he... like he's like using sonar or something? Delo is someone who took the phrase like play to the back of the room way too legitimately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I enjoy that. I don't mind it. It's like he's just so hunched over. Like it, it's, yeah. it's this hunch. Is it the shame from paralyzing draws? <laughs> anyway, the he crowd – He feels the weight of it and so he hunches. <laughs> Yo, man, I've, I've had – I'm not going to do D'Lo's voice. That's probably not <laughs> – That's a good call. Yeah. That wasn't D'Lo, guys. That was uh, – that was uh, Alex Jones again. <laughs> that was Santana from uh, – <laughs> Tito Santana. Arriba. All right. Let's move on. Why isn't Tito Santana in this show? <laughs> Give it time. He will show he up. He will probably. show up. Everyone will show up. The crowd is into D'Lo, though. They're chanting yeah, his name. 
So, and then Sonny Siaki's like, I apologize for what happened last week, but didn't, wasn't D'Lo the one who attacked Sonny Siaki? Um. That's a, that's a tough question to answer. Mm-mm. I can't remember what happened. I can't remember what happens the minute after we. I don't think we... they fought, did they, or did they just talk? Well, I don't they, know. They had a little thing, didn't they? Okay, I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway. I feel like, yeah. Go I on. Know. I feel like he can't, he came to Jarrett's rescue d did uh big mistake yeah you don't help that guy yeah. uh disco then goes my name is glenn gilberti i'm the disco inferno i'm sure you've heard about me mm-hmm. <laughs> correct, correct me if i'm wrong uh but does disco kind of sound like a regular person here jt uh yeah i feel like he saw russo leave and he kind of read the writing on the wall that's like all right like the goofy and I think Russo is still there, but mm-hmm. whatever. On screen, like the goofy sex stuff is probably going to be like passe soon. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of movement on this roster. Like I better show I can do more than just be like the clown. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a it's like a guy who like gets a shit review and finally gets serious about his job. Like, <laughs> that's what I felt like. like he's like, um, all right, I better show that I can not just be the <laughs> idiot guy that I can actually work hard and like be. A positive for this company. <laughs> who would have given him that? Sh- who would have given him that shit backstage? Would it have been Dusty? Yeah, listen here, <laughs> you are disco dancing ways and no longer getting old. <laughs> uh, disco Stop then declares. <laughs> disco declares the ceiling is made of concrete here, and then uh-huh. he then he shits on Jeff Jarrett and he basically accuses of, accuses Jeff Jarrett of playing 4D chess like he's Donald Trump with the media. He declares that he's like Jared's only helping him so Jared doesn't have to fight him later. Which I thought was he's kind a of... blonde-haired, paranoid, schizophrenic, egomaniacal man. Open your eyes, D'Lo. <laughs> Open your eyes to the new world order. Um, I like how he puts blonde-haired in with all of those insults. <laughs> yeah. Right, like that. It doesn't really fit. I once had a a girl in a show quit the show in the middle of the run because I said her hair was stupid on stage in an improv. Jeez. Yeah, and it was cover a mistake. There was a mistake. Like we were doing a musical, and the music was supposed to hit, and the music didn't hit. I was I was doing it as Cobra Commander, and I had all my troops in front of me, and I was basically like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And then the one at the end was she just happened to be the last one. So I was like, I hate you, and I hate your stupid long hair. And then like we got backstage after the show, she's like, I can't believe you would say that to me. The level of disrespect. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Actors, oh man. Yeah. Um, also, I ripped her top off. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> Jenny, does D'Lo look moved by the gifted one's speech? No. He, I mean, he should be a little bit impressed because, I mean, I was a little bit. I enjoyed this, but he, not so much. Is he like, hey, man? Get... <laughs> well, I do think he had like one salient point where he's like. Look, man, you've only been here two weeks, and you're already sucked into defending Jeff Jarrett in his <laughs> yeah, battle. Yeah, I'm saying. And, like, you're already off track on your world title, like, path. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted to be a star on your own, and you're already the lackey to Jarrett. So, like, I do think he actually landed, like, a pretty good uh, come-to-Jesus moment for D'Lo. Yeah, you know, it, this might be crazy because I feel like we've talked about a lot of Stockholm Syndrome with this show, but mm-hmm. I did not hate this promo at all either no i think it's the best he's done yeah and i am and it goes beyond this like i'm just not a fan of this guy at all <laughs> and, <laughs> um 
I think like this is some of his best work. Like think back to his awful disco lounge crap that he was doing in the beginning and like yeah. everything else we've dealt with him uh, right down to his stupid hair. He like came out here and actually delivered a salient on brand <laughs> on point promo that like added a lot to the storyline because D'Lo is a pretty hot free agent. Yeah. They're trying to recruit him and they're like, yeah, you think Jarrett's your buddy, but he's holding everyone down and you're already doing his bidding and you didn't even realize it. Yeah. And Jarrett's a known piece of shit. Right. And blonde. Right. Yeah. And so like, what, why are we worse than him? Yeah. It's kind of the selling point here. Right. And he says like, we offer true friendship. The, like, the true friendship of sex. Right. I mean, better than that. <laughs> And, and, you know, like, he started so low that anything that he's doing is going to be impressive. So I understand that, but I enjoyed it. This leads and me then, this leads me to yeah, believe yeah. that Mike Sanders is the problem here. Of no, course. they've both been a problem. <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's the direction they're given. I don't think Sanders has it in him to do this. No. But Gilbert has also been around longer. Mm-hmm. I just think the direction was for them to be, like, the goofs. Mm. and Stooges. They were supposed to be like the modern, like the P- Patterson and Briscoe, right, for Russo. Like, so the right-hand guys that always kind of stooge around and fuck things up. But I think they're realizing with Russo gone, May Disco can kind of step in and lead, and he's capable of doing it. Jarrett, well, Jarrett comes ask, out. Yeah, no, go ahead. Well, no, ja- I was just going to ask if you think that uh, Sonny Siaki uh, puts any pressure on Glenn to step it up as well, because you know, if he sees the, the the void there, then Sonny might see it as well and try to step up and do something. So a little bit of competition maybe. He is the ace Sonny's in the hole. Doesn't have it in him. He doesn't have it in him. <laughs> I don't think he does either, but just saying. Well, I mean, Sonny Siaki should be the ace of the group, right? Yeah, and not the mouthpiece. Not the, the ace in the hole of the group. <laughs> now, the issue is when you really look at sex, it's like not a lot of impressive talent besides like – Loki and Daniels, uh, but they're kind of on their own anyway. And, like, the rest of the group is a bunch of misfits when you look at it. So, like, it's pretty easy for a guy like Gilberti to stand out when you has, like, a lot of experience on a major stage kind of, you know, well, talking. Fucking the Harris talking. brothers only speak German, so what are they going to do? <laughs> Worthless. But so Jared comes out and says this weird-ass line. Oh. He says, Vince just called and wants you back. So you, you can be a star now. Like, well, hold on. Is he, he trying to say because he showed up on TNA, he's a big star and he wants him back? Well, he what he says is he goes, if you believe this crap that, that Gilberti's saying, you'd probably believe I was just on the phone with Vince and he wants you back. Uh, it felt like such a dig. Uh, yeah, why would you say that to your friend who just defended right. you? <laughs> right. It's such an odd comment. Yeah. Like, and like, yeah, it makes no sense. Like, like... Like, Gilberti just came out and was like, hey, we want to be friends. And then this other guy's like, you know what? You're worthless. The other company doesn't want you. (laughs) Right. If you believe that shit, you'd actually believe Vince wants your ass back. You'd be a big star, loser. (laughs) I mean, the line that is funny when he says, like, Gilberti says the ass of sex is taken over with the head gone. Like, that wasn't bad. Oh, God. And and Jared starts making this point. Vince Russo isn't the same guy. You just have to trust me on this one. Jenny, if you heard Jeff Jarrett's music, does he sound like a man you can trust? It's his world. Of course I can trust him. No, fair enough. But then D'Lo says some fucking bullshit about friends close and enemies closer. Like, and he goes, Disco's making sense to me. And I think we just talked about it. Like, Disco's mm. the one making the compelling argument, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and then D'Lo goes, 
where's my title shot? <laughs> He's been there one week. Well, what he was he promised it. About? He was promised a title shot to come, I think. Right? Did they say that? Yeah. To sign with TNA, he was promised a title shot. That's right. But, I mean, you could be there longer than a week. Right. <laughs> like, you don't get it first night, yo. And then Jarrett, his friend, is like, well, I see you want a handout. <laughs> um, suddenly, out of nowhere, Jeff Jarrett's attacked. Jenny, does Brian – like, at first – okay, I know – but at first it looked like Brian Lawler had ECW on the ass of his pants. <laughs> It was he just his wishes laugh. he had some ECW. It was actually his laugh spilled out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what people have been chanting for 25 years? <laughs> Brian Lawler's laugh? Yes. Uh, it's it's Echo. It's, that's the company. I, I didn't yes. know whose pants these were. I don't know where he got them. Sex is putting the boots to Jeff Jarrett. And these this group of second generation guys are now called the fucking awesome name, The Next Generation. <laughs> uh, Brian Lawler has also been on TV for years now. How could he be the next generation? He's probably going to get his due. <laughs> I hope so. And if you believe that, then you believe Vince McMahon called and said he wanted him back. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Rhodes hobbles down for the save. He beats up the ace in the hole in disco. He beats them all up on his own. He's an old man. Uh, and But then they finally overpower him. Um, America's Most Wanted then runs down and makes the save. Jenny, how much of the lameness from Jeff Jarrett is going to rub off on America's Most Wanted? <laughs> Every time they punch him in his face, they get 1% <laughs> less awesome. Truth is here, too. Killings is back. And I love that the the Harris brothers try to do the H-bomb in him, but he kind of hits them with a dual drop kick, which I thought was mm. neat. Um, then Truth hugs Jeff Jarrett. I, why Why are they acting like old friends? Didn't Jarrett beat him for the belt? Yeah, I don't know. Did they unite a bit after that? It's been a while. Yeah. Well, Truth just sat in the crowd for weeks and weeks. Right. Um, so maybe he just, you know, is just really enjoying this title run Jarrett's got going. Yeah. He's a big fan. The uh, So outside of Dusty, if you take him out of the mix, uh, this whole segment, you could argue that the biggest star at all this is Lawler, right? Mm. Like the guy that's had the most high-profile success? Jarrett. I don't know. I feel like Lawler with Too Cool and Rikishi was bigger than Jarrett. Um. As far as being a star in, like, the hottest period. That is very interesting. I mean, Jarrett's second, but... Or at least at worst tied. I I just feel like like Lawler's the worst part of that trio. Oh, of course he is, but yeah. he still was in that trio. <laughs> yeah. It's just I don't know if it's just like I don't know what my comment was meant to be, but it's just like it jumped out <laughs> of me that like we're shitting on Lawler, but he's arguably the biggest star of this group that they have uh, on the ring of everyone outside of Dusty. I just don't really like to think about his star power at all, so. I'm not gonna. Would you rather think about his star power or his penis? <laughs> or his bump. <laughs> you could even argue that maybe fans that know Brian Lawler that didn't know it, like knew him better than Dusty. <laughs> like that watch the attitude era. Are you are you suggesting <laughs> that Brian Lawler is bringing new eyes to this product? Dead eyes. <laughs> but, <clears throat> point being, point being, we keep ripping them, rightfully so. But it's just funny to think you could see why they were likely pushing him because not only just his name, 
but also he was recently a very big part of a very hot act in a very hot period. I guess like he's less than three years removed from being like super over is too cool with Rikishi. I guess. I mean, while he was dancing with the fat Samoan and the guy doing the worm, uh, Jarrett was like tanking WCW on top. Right. When you look at that audience, like way more watching raw in 2000, it's not even close. I mean, you could say Jarrett was, you know, he had the big run in 99 when the numbers were up. So it's close. It's just, this is weird to think about. That's my point. Well, who else yeah. is out? There's got to be somebody else better out there. What about D'Lo? Why are we shitting on D'Lo? I'm not shitting on D'Lo. I just think Brian Lawler was bigger than him during the hottest period. Brian Lawler was never the champion of Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was champion of the he tags. He was never the 24-7 champ. <laughs> the 24... Was Brian Lawler can't be the 24-7 champ? He's dead. Oh, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I mean... I mean, thank whatever hepatitis killed him, but yes. Right, yeah. Um, I think he killed himself, but yes, okay. <laughs> Wait, did he kill himself? <laughs> I think so. Come on. Or did he OD? Or did he OD? Come on, look it up, because I, I got to figure out which offensive thing to say. <laughs> I don't think he killed him. I, I was getting him mixed up with someone else, I think. Hang on. Well, there's only one of two options, really, for wrestlers, right? <laughs> well, you could be murdered no, by your husband. Kill he killed himself? He hung himself in jail. In jail? <laughs> He was jailed for DUI, evading police on the early morning of July 29th. So three weeks after he got arrested, Law was found hanging in a cell at Hardman County Jail, observed to be brain dead. Life support was disabled after a few hours after Jerry Lawler arrived to the hospital to see him. Pronounced dead at age 46. All right. Well, RIP. You just were thankful that he died. Yeah, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I'm not even going to make a joke about him jobbing to depression. Okay, I'm not even going to do that. Let's, go. Let's move on. Please. Can we please? Sorry I brought him up. <laughs> yeah, this is your fault. We weren't even supposed to it talk is. about it. I'm here to honor his legacy. <laughs> All right, the crowd is chanting for our truth JT, is racism dead in Tennessee? Uh, no, we just saw Jim Duggan 20 minutes earlier. <laughs> well, I guess racism against uh, African Americans is dead and replaced by uh, anybody who looks remotely Arab. Yeah, anybody like that's French. <laughs> French, dude. Um, okay, so then we cut to the announcers. Red Dawn West is in front of an America, <laughs> love it or leave it sign. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy to leave, is it? No, not today, no. but then it was. It's hard to immigrate to the States. I would love to immigrate to the States. It's difficult. Um, we get a videotape preview of the main event. Ugh, Raven's fucking talking. He goes, this is the poisoned legacy that life has left me. Mm. <laughs> the decayed state is all that remains of my despised inheritance. Then he starts talking about a mosaic of syringes and human health. Look, I, I can't even mm. keep up with him, and I perform Shakespeare for a living. <laughs> Jenny, what the fuck is, is the honor guard that he's talking about? It's all the souls that the people <laughs> have sacrificed themselves for him. Make the and he's dressed like Hamilton, which is real hot. Wait, wait, Alexander Hamilton? Yeah, he's got like some kind of like Baroque coat on. Like, <laughs> like fucking brass buckles and white gloves and shit. Is he, should he have played the, the lead role in that musical? I think so. I mean, he's certainly got the poetry down. Uh, JT, what is he wearing? Yeah, it's obviously some kind of performance art deal. <laughs> like, is it like a 
like I visited the Clash wearing that. Like I'm trying like a progressive rock, Brit rock, style look. Mm, a little bit, yeah, maybe. I feel like if you were doing one of these social experiments where like you live in a shop window, that's what you'd be wearing. Mm. Like, will people help me for 24 hours or some bullshit like that? <laughs> London's calling. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the phone. <laughs> I think he looks awesome. I dig it. But yeah. again, like we've talked about, he's definitely a little bit off the rails without like the Heyman. Mm-hmm. Oh Bischoff, yeah. Bischoff guardrails yeah, he around him. lost. He gets lost in it. Well, he declares that this is a divine confluence of events. Mm. Seems a lot. Naturally. And I love that he uses all this <laughs> language of like this is this, this decayed state is all the remains of my despised inheritance. This is a divine confluence of events. But then it's like AJ Styles, you piss ant. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't he just say like AJ Styles, you'll be wearing the horns of a cuckold by the end. <laughs> AJ doesn't deserve such language. He's a piss ant. <laughs> you beef witted Apple John AJ Styles. <laughs> Uh, they're doing a no DQ match later, and it's just a ladder match for the number one contender. I guess this is the answer to last time who won. I guess it was no one, but it's never explained or anything. It's never described. And then he, again, it's a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. Uh, a what now? I, I, it's in a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match, obviously, mm-hmm. for the pissant. But like, is it always a ladder? What what is that match, Jenny? Is it ever? Is it just anything? It's evolving. It's ever evolving into whatever Raven makes it into. Is he gonna wear that coat to the ring? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he wrestles in it and hurts someone with them. Whenever I see someone wrestle with anything with buckles or chains, I'm always like, oh my god, that's gonna get someone's eye. Then you hope for it, right? Yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. Unless it's uh, Seth Rollins, then I don't want any more eye stuff. That's what happened to Slash's eye. <laughs> Seth Rollins beat him in a match and took his yeah. eye? <laughs> no, he got slashed on somebody's belt buckle or some <laughs> shit. It was at the um, the 1997 WrestleMania. The LOD spike went in his eye in the street fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're back to the ring. The tag team titles are on the line. Out comes the church. Guys, where is Belladonna? Also dead. I meant here. Locked in your basement. Fuck, that'd be the best. Hey, how did she we... die? I mean, I'm starving uh... her, but she's not dead yet. All right. <laughs> because look, yeah. you gotta starve them so that they become dependent on you. You gotta de- demonstrate your value. I've watched that Sunny episode a million times. Saving Silverman. <laughs> is that a, is that a plot in Saving Silverman? Uh, kinda. He kidnapped. I thought it was a fun teen comedy. He kidnaps somebody. There's a, there's a kidnapping in there. A fun one though. Oh, okay. It's a it's a wild romp. Is it is it worth me watching? Yes. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. A great movie or a great film? A great movie. Okay, good. Good. Um, Jenny, is James Mitchell singing the church's music as he walks to the ring? Oh yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> He's doing that sound. It comes right from his throat. <laughs> it's the same. Um, it's the same instrument that does the start of living on a prayer. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. <laughs> or um, it's my life. Bon Jovi. Did Bon Jovi write this? The church music. It's the noise from Bon Jovi, but with the lyrics from Jungle Love. <laughs> uh, I see. Also, Lollipop is back. I guess being humiliated last week has had no effect on her. She's just back dancing in the impact zone. Mm-hmm. No, look. When you got a job, you do. You got to work. Hey man, she's a hard worker. Um, Triple X comes out from the sex locker room. 
they, they do this like triple X pose, but there's a mm. cameraman standing right in front of them as they do it. <laughs> um, the, Mr. They announced the, the raft are like Mr. Mike Posey is in charge of the match. JT is Posey too pussy a name for a ref. No, refs are supposed to be weak and diminutive. Mm. It strikes but he me. is Mr. Posey, so. <laughs> Mr. Posey! <laughs> Mr. Posey, your documents are ready. <laughs> Mr. Posey, do you have any rosies? Because <laughs> I've got a ring for you to go around. <laughs> Pick up your documents and rosies and get with it. <laughs> also, so... so James, we you... stopped by Posey's Rosies to pick up a bouquet. <laughs> So for the last two years, uh, Nikki's been talking about getting mulberry bushes, okay? Oh, and, no. <laughs> every time she brings it up, I say, aren't you worried about weasels? <laughs> and she fucking, she hates it. <laughs> she hates it so much. And now the, the kids I think are, she hates you. Yes. Yeah, she hates you for sure. <laughs> It's the well, root cause of all this. Well, another the, you. well, the problem, the, well, the problem, and the glory too is that the kids jump in and they're like, oh, weasels, but they get it wrong. <laughs> they're like, oh, mom, are you gonna put an apple tree in? What about the weasels? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> weasels love apples. <laughs> Obviously, they certainly love mulberries. The it's the monkey. The problem is, I think it's the monkey's bush. <laughs> Hey, that's mine! Get away from there! <laughs> monkeys are very possessive about... I don't know if you've ever seen videos of monkeys stealing shit from people, but they're very possessive. So, I saw Aladdin, so close. <laughs> that's it. If he's taking the time to nurture and grow a bush, he's going to want to have that fruit. <laughs> Not this fucking weasel that keeps coming around. Because <laughs> a monkey grows the bush? Well, well, why else is he so upset? He's chasing him all around thought, that bush. I thought Nicky grew the bush. Well, yes, but then I would bring the weasel. Also, what what climate do monkeys and weasels live in together on Earth? Well, any climate now. <laughs> that's, the, that's the climate change uh, conspiracy. We're going to get monkeys and weasels together. None of your mulberry bushes will be safe when the New World Don't Order takes over. Don't let AJ hear you. <laughs> ah! All right, it strikes me at this point that Brian Lee has been a disciple of both the New Church and Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, He's a man X- that needs a leader. That is clear. Yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase, uh, Crush. <laughs> this is his best leader, right? Yeah, and even in ECW, he's uh, on the Ravens' say, control. Raven. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Somehow he broke free, I guess, though. Mm. Good for him. Good for him. That's a strong mind. Do um, you think he used the power of the urn to do that? Uh, whatever remnants remained, perhaps. <laughs> yes. So Triple X is doing the Freebird shit. For this match, it's going to be Loki and Skipper. Uh, but the church just starts and beats the shit out of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it takes all three Triple X guys to catch an airborne Brian Lee. JT, do you think that Brian Lee looks a little bit like Chains? Slightly. Slightly, eh? Um, Slash is also being sold. At, his his moniker by the announcers is the Killdozer. Mm-hmm. What? Do you, yeah. Do you think there'll ever be a serial killer who kills people with a bulldozer? Ooh, I hope so. No, but it sounds like a monster truck name. Mm, yes, that's good. That is a good... Go by the Civic Center to see Killdozer. <laughs> and his opponent, Mulberry Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that's my truck! Get out of here, Weasel! Tonight's driver of Killdozer, Mr. Mike Bo. 
Posey. <laughs> What's Mike Posey doing with all those rosies in the front seat? <laughs> all right. Um, it's just, much like this show. Uh, this match is complete well, we chaos. The, first match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the match, the match is the match is chaos, but I like that about the church. Mm. It's fun. Me too. That's Jenny, awesome. is this the best Brian Lee has ever been? I don't know. I mean, he's been really good. Like, I feel like this whole time, but yeah, he's really good in this match too. So what the fuck? Maybe he gets even better, Aaron. I how, I don't see how that's possible. He's uh, also been enjoyable in ECW '96. So I agree. Maybe with he's that a little well. underrated. Maybe I we would say so. Maybe we like ding him too much for the bad Undertaker stuff, which is really only like five matches. And yeah. Disciples of Apocalypse, which is it really him looking back? I'd have to go back and rewatch him. He's stuff. the he's far and away the best one of them. Yeah, I think he's a little underrated. I think he yeah. catches a lot of undue shit. I would agree. Do you think it's because he? I mean, I do this joke all the time. But do you think it is because he looks too much like The Undertaker? I just think that gimmick is almost like a Red Rooster thing for him. Mm. Where it, like, set him back, you know? Right. And I'm not seeing any of that, so I, you Mm. know, I don't have any reference for any of that, so. Yeah, I find him enjoyable in ECW, and he's been fine here at the church. It's It's not even that he's that bad as The Undertaker, either. It's just a bad story. Right, it's a stupid idea. Like, he's fine as it. I mean, the match that he has with Undertaker is one of the worst matches in company history, but... Like, it, it's not – I don't think it's his fault. Right. Um, Wes then goes, Father Mitchell isn't here to play games. He's the one who plays games. Mm. JT, what what games does Father Mitchell play? <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> uh, they, they do a good job of putting over the tag division on commentary. They're talking about how great it is. But they're mm-hmm. right, right? Like, the tag division yes. is pretty solid. It's been like the one consistent highlight for us throughout all this. Yeah. Would you would you guys say that they're kind of at this point in time because we talked about like comparing like this time of year to WrestleMania 19. Are they doing a better job with the tag division at this point than the WWE is? Um, probably better than the Raw division. SmackDown was pretty good still at this point. But it's like winding down here, right? No, because even into the spring is still like world's greatest tag teams whole run. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, we get a really sweet combination dominator uh, jumping knee from Skipper and Key. It's a really great mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Jenny, does does Father Mitchell only have one of those suits, or is it a full closet full of the same red suit? It's all the entire closet. You got to get rid of some of those, James. <laughs> That's his Jewish wife. I don't know why his wife is Jewish. <laughs> That's his mother. James, it's not a mitzvah to dress in red and do a goatee <laughs> like that. <laughs> Would you go to the stone and get the kefilte fish, James? He gets them at the same place Don West gets all his shit. <laughs> the, the guy sees them coming in and he's like, yes, my year is made. <laughs> also, Saddam Hussein is running next door. <laughs> oh, my friends, come in, come in, my and, friends. And the other terrorists. <laughs> they didn't have to go to Iraq. He was right there. Um, Slash then kills Loki with a power bomb as Loki was trying for Hurricane Rana. I never liked uh, Christopher Daniels in the bicycle shorts. Does it look weak? Does he look weak? No, I don't think mm-hmm. so. I find his body is like a walking turnip. Like it's, it's like fine. someone stuffed him into that. I don't know. I think he looks as good then as he does now at 40 whatever. Yeah, he's rocking it. <laughs> I think he looks better now. Sounds like jealousy, Aaron. Oh, I'm definitely jealous. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Loki tries to choke out Lee, and, a- and Lee tosses him into the ref really awkwardly. It looked like it might have broken the ref's leg. Uh, 
Lee then with a tombstone attempt. A little on the nose, Jenny. He probably shouldn't be doing that move, right? <laughs> he said, fuck you. I'm going to do this tombstone. I am who I am. <laughs> um, Slash's finish is some kind of Asiatic spike, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, Slash then fucking kills Loki with a whirly mm. bird. And um, then Skipper hits Slash with the play of the day on the belt. And Skipper's about to win the match, but Malice is back. Mm-hmm. Runs in. Um, JT, how small did Triple X look next to Malice? Uh, tiny. I did like that Triple X got the visual pin at least. Yeah. So that was good. I, I mean, um, the church got the visual pin and as did Triple X. So they both kind of at least get something. I think Father Jim said, Sex, you got Nazis. I got my own Nazi. Here's Malice. My Nazi has tattoos on his legs. <laughs> James, yeah, don't bring Nazi, that Nazi around here. Nazi. <laughs> he got a good pop, though. Oh, yeah, he did. I, I was, you know, I never was never a fan of him, as we've mm. documented, but I was actually really happy to see him back. Well, that's a little depth of the church, perhaps. We'll see if he sticks around. Mm. I, I thought this was fun. I mean, Triple X is so good. The church are on fire. They stay, they've been, the most impressive thing with the church is they've consistently stayed in their lane. Like, they never try and do more than they're built to do. And that's what makes them effective. They're just really good at what they do, and they don't stray from it. Um, they've been unlikely good as faces, which has, like, worked well. Um, and I thought Malice was good, too. So I, I like this. I went three stars. I thought there some good spots. I like the energy. And I enjoy both teams. Yeah, the ref also, like, shoves Malice from behind. And Malice turns around and fucking crushes him, mm-hmm. which I love. Fuck you, Posey. Yeah. Um, the Harris brothers, like, save Triple X, too. Uh, and then the ref gets chokeslam. Jenny, did he get a concussion on that chokeslam? Pretty sure he did. <laughs> and they just play the church's music. Jenny, who won? Oh, we know. Uh, I think Triple X did. So I think won. it's a no contest. Is it? Yeah? I don't know. Did Malice look like a star to you here, Jenny? Yeah, I mean, he came in wrecking dudes, and he's like 800 times bigger than they are. So, yeah. I, I think he looked like um, a better fit of a star than he was when he left. Like, yeah. he's a star within this construct versus, like, fighting for the world title against Ken Shamrock as the first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this felt like a better fit for him as, like, the monster heavy to a stable than, like, being the premier heel. It just tells you how far this company's come. Like, yeah. he was the top heel when we started, pretty much, along with Jared, I guess. But, like, they've definitely built up a way more depth and better talent overall. How do you like his vest, though, Aaron? Uh, it's fine. Okay. I feel like if he's going to wear the vest, he should at least wear some chaps also. Mmm. I feel like, if, you know, if you're going to go like Nazi Cowboy, <laughs> that's that's a genre that doesn't get enough play. You're right. Yeah, Nazi Cowboys. And the match itself, did you enjoy it? I did. I went three stars as well. Pretty sick spots. And, I mean, James Mitchell, of course. Uh, he always gets at least a star and a half for me. So, <laughs> good shit. Good shit. I thought the match was fine. I, I You know, I've, I've made a commitment. I'm not doing any more star ratings here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was I'm, noticing that on her sheet. Right why? Now. Why? Like, it's all the same. Look, it's I, just... I, I just do what the spreadsheet tells me. Yeah, I try to do that too, usually. Then Tanae's like, it's a DQ. Um, and, like, just as he's trying to explain it, the, the church's music cuts out. <laughs> and, like, like Malice is, like, running around the ring to stripper music, which does not fit at all. 
And this is a part of the show. The guys are like, wait, is Goldie in the back? Wait, is she there? Who's as, there? Yeah, who's there? And as she's saying that, classy lollipop has a U.S. flag in her undies. I mean, I'm there for it, which is fine. But we don't go to Goldie. Instead, we go to earlier today. Sporty Mike is interviewing Eric Watts. Um, Jenny, what is a verbal resume and why is Watts so upset to be there? I mean, would you want to talk to Mike today in a sporting outfit? You know, put your tuxedo on when you talk to me, sir. And, you know, he just he can't see anything through those yellow sunglasses on his head. So So what's the if we power rank Mike Tanay's looks? So you got tuxedo, sporty, urban and interrogator. I like Urban Mike a lot. Yeah. What's I gotta the go word? bottom for tux. I don't okay. like it. So then interrogator and then sporty. Yes. Okay. Good. Like Eric Watts is like, where have I not been? And he's like, everybody knows me, and everybody knows that, dude. I look, I I can name every WWF champion from the beginning of the belt till now, most Intercontinental champions. I had no fucking clue who this guy was ever. <laughs> Like, not once. He's acting like a smug prick. Uh, and he goes, if I did bring strength in numbers, I wouldn't show you the hand. JT, what the f- what is happening? I mean, he's <clears> – <throat> yeah, this is supposed to be delusional, right? He basically says, everyone's to blame for me failing. All the people my dad fired wanted revenge and screwed me. He's just – he's doing the delusional fail star gimmick, which as long as he has some level of self-awareness that it's, <laughs> you know – not the truth. I think it works well. And I do think he actually knows that it's not real and that he fucking sucks. Is he going to be a guy that in like six six weeks, eight weeks, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm starting to like this guy. Yeah, probably. Assuming he's around. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah, right? Guys come and go so quickly. I, I do like all of his attitude towards Tanae. He hates uh, him. He really gets in his face, like gets in his personal space. And all of his body language during the interview is kind of hilarious to me because he like slumps in his chair and he's like swishing back and forth on it. And I don't know. He's being real extra. He's on his phone talking about reality. Yeah, he's just crazy. And then he calls Tanae Barbara Walters and compares himself to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Jenny, who's more likely to be a pedophile, Michael Jackson or Eric Watts? Or Mike Tanae. <laughs> There's your winner. The double mics. Double mics. Uh, and then Watts ends the interview by saying, let's make them think. And then Tanae goes, I, I know this. I know less now than when I started the interview. <laughs> and then Watts shits on his jacket and goes, come on, man. You're better than that. <laughs> Which I kind of like. That's pretty funny. Uh, JT, what did Mike Tanae's face look like post-interview? <laughs> Like a man who wishes WCW still existed. <laughs> it's, it's the same face he gives to Vince Russo. Uh, we cut to no face. Mm, his chin's out. The fucking his his hair is actually actively receding further back in anger. <laughs> I'm so angry, my hair's going. Um, Disco is screaming at Triple X, and he goes, "You're supposed to know that Malice is here because we have to be one step ahead." But as the leader, isn't Disco responsible for this then? Mm-hmm. Then Mike Sanders comes in. I guess he's doing an impression of Sonny Siaki. And Disco just fucking ups and slaps him in the face. Oh, so good. Fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> he's just like a guy who's just like, I'm done being a goof with you. Like, I'm yeah. getting serious yeah. about my job. And you're still a fucking fuck off, yeah. like, drinking all night and showing up late. And I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. Boy, he 
screams him. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> he dresses him right the fuck down. I was losing it. It was great. And then out of nowhere, he's like, this slut Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, your challenge tonight is to show everyone Athena's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> JT, I'm going to state it again. I think this is the best Glenn Gerberti has ever, ever been, I feel. Yeah, this is the night of his life right here. He's yep. on fire. Um, he's still a mess. Like, the boobs thing, it still feels like, um, you know, super creative and all that. But, I, I yeah, him smacking Sanders is really good. <laughs> I was like, so Sanders unexpected. Like, I just picture Sanders spending hours putting this look together and coming up with this thing and like, oh, this is going to kill. The guys are going to love it. He comes in all fucking hyped up and then his best friend is slapped with the fucking face and tells him to stop being a fucking idiot. Big Bruni energy. <laughs> Out of this, Don West goes, you have to be impressed, Mike. You have to be. Jenny, do we have to be? We have to be and we are, motherfucker. Yeah. Then Tanae's like, we put someone in the interrogation chamber. Oh, Do we God. need to refer to this as a chamber? <laughs> well, Malice is back. <laughs> that is true. And Ma- Malice and the Harrisers are like rubbing their hands together. Yes. And then there's not even a chamber. No, you it's just... Mitchell's wife in there. <laughs> I need you to stop talking about the chamber, James. All right. Conan is in the chamber in the blue lights. The interrogator graphics are back with Tanae and Wes looking tough. Um, they're also at ringside, not a chamber, and they right. play um, they, they play a word association. They go Jerry Lynn. He goes punk ass bitch. <laughs> then they go Tracy McGrady or Kobe Bryant. He goes Kobe's a ball hog. Tracy, that didn't really age well, did it? Uh, Tracy's got hurt. Yeah, but I, Kobe, I, you know, yeah. Kobe's kind well, of an all time great though, right? Of course he was, but it doesn't mean he wasn't a ball hog. <laughs> was he a ball hog? Yeah, I mean, did he score like eighty something points in a game one time? Did they win? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> if he won, if they won, then. <laughs> but who's he gonna pass to? Shaq? That guy can't shoot. Mm. <laughs> that guy can't even walk straight on the inside the NBA stuff. So he's falling over shit. <laughs> um, they ask him about Bischoff. He also calls him a punk ass bitch. <laughs> then they're like retro jersey or Fubu gear. He goes retro. I leave the FUBU to Buff Bagwell and DDP. <laughs> Are Bagwell and DDP the creators of For Us By Us? No, Nash was always the big FUBU guy, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Then they ask him about Max Moon, and he goes, the best. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, this, all of it in the world. And then they go, Eminem or 50 Cent? And he goes, Eminem. But here, okay, here's my problem with this, right? He chooses Eminem. But doesn't that fly in the face of his entire raison d'etre, Jenny? Isn't he upset that Lynn has taken Lucha style and, and away from the luchadors? But then he chooses the white rapper. The appropriator. Yeah, but Eminem literally is like one of the top. Yeah, I mean like you can't all time. Like not choose him. I understand, but at this point, 50 Cent was huge. Yeah, but so was Eminem, and he had been doing it for longer. I guess. Everybody came I – mean, I always thought 50 Cent was a bit of a mumbler. I mean, he was really good too. That first album was pretty good. Yeah, got me in the club. There's a lot of mumbling. <clears throat> anyway, Mil Mascaras or El Santo? El Santo. Uh, Jennifer Lopez or Christina Aguilera? He goes, I want to make a home movie with them face down and ass up. Naturally. Same. JT, if, if you, it's face to face with both of these, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
But you, Jenny, it's face down, ass up. Yep. All right. You Ray, see J Lo's ass, correct? Mm. Yeah, I know, but you could probably see it if, like, in a different position. I'd want to see her looking back. I don't want her face buried in a. What? what why you am want I going? to see her look of regret? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. I would suggest you not look at her face there. Aaron. Why? Just. It's gonna melt off. <laughs> Disappointment. Is she a heavy alcoholic with all kinds of foundation on her face? Yeah, her nose is red. Uh, Ray Jr., League of His Own. He doesn't care for Raven or AJ. Um, did, did you, Jenny, did you pop at all when Conan called it Raven's Fun House of Oranges? <laughs> yes. No, he said Pee Wee's House of Oranges. <laughs> yeah, Fun House, yeah, yeah. Pee Wee's House of Oranges. Mm-hmm. Then... He goes, AJ can toss my salad and peel his potatoes. Now, mm-hmm. I understand the toss my salad because I saw that Chris Rock routine. But what does peel his potatoes mean? Lick I think it's – yeah, so it's the same action on the other side. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Lucha, then he goes, Lucha's win Ross record in the, versus the X Division. And he gets all pissed off and leaves. Um, did this feel like an interrogation? It's the the name is a little off. It's more like word association. <laughs> word association is how they usually do it, but. But then if they if they called it word association, could you have Mike Tanay and Don West acting all tough in that graphic? No, that's the highlight. It's like a real sly interrogation, like because the questions are kind of like trollish, right? So right. then it sort of feels like interrogation. But they never ask him anything of substance, like. What's your end game here, Conan? Like, wouldn't that be an interrogation? Well, they slip it in there in between the, you know, the bullshit questions, you know. <laughs> between, would you rather have sex with Christina Aguilera or Jennifer Lopez? Right, and then they're like, what about Rey Mysterio? <laughs> like, well, I'd like to have sex with him as well, but he's a good wrestler. <laughs> he'd be face down, ass up. See, he'd be face down, ass up, because then I could pretend he's somebody else. <laughs> All right, uh, Conan and Hoovy are coming down to the wrestle as a team. Athena's at ringside, looking fucking furious. Is it because of the potential disrobing? Yeah, she Probably. knows her tits may be out tonight. She's got a she's a marked woman. What is she, what what does she do here? What is she, what is her job here? We've questioned this since day one. I Isn't think. she just like the ring girl? Like she like takes like the garb and stuff. I guess. I, I never see her doing that. No, I just I see think, her looking angry. I think she's like a ring attendant. Okay. Not a good one then. No. Well, she's a wrestler too, right? We didn't we look that up one she's time. She's training, like, isn't she? Training. Yeah. That's Still? Like, <laughs> hasn't been that long. It's just it's going to take six months 60. between epi- recording episodes. I feel so. like I've been doing this project for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> she's still not trained. <laughs> I graduated from fucking university in the time. <laughs> she hasn't uh, died of an OD yet. <laughs> or suicide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oh, thank, thankfully. All right. Um, I think Conan look Jerry Lee. He's fighting Jerry Lynn and Jason Cross. They're fighting Conan Hoovy. I think Conan looks great here. I think he looks in good shape. Yeah, he does. He's impressive. Um, Hoovy offers a handshake to Lynn, which pisses off Conan. Mm-hmm. And then Hoovy and Lynn do all the evenly matched shit. Mm-hmm. JT, in general, is Hoovy a wasted potential guy? Yeah. I, I mean, he starts off so well in his career, and then. Once things go off the rail, but he's still really good. Like he's funny on commentary and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think like so many. Yeah, he just once WCW and ECW went away. Like WWE just didn't prioritize guys like him. Right. So there's only so many places to go. So I think it's just like a lost void of workers from that late era WCW that just had nowhere to go. Right. 
Right, right, right. Uh, the story of the match so far seems to be Hoovy respects Lynn and Conan hates this. Mm-hmm. Jenny, has someone respecting someone else ever pissed you off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because then it makes you uh, respect them less. A little bit. I mean, you know, I hate The Rock, right? But a lot you of ha- people don't. You do hate that. what? The Rock. Really? Like, Why? Yeah. I don't want to get into it, but it's just You used thing. to hate The Rock, and now you're a fan. Well, I still – it bothers me that everybody loves him so much. Does it bother you that, like, he gives Haku a truck, like, which is really nice, but then has to share it on Instagram to show everybody how great he is? I mean – just give your uncle the truck. I just feel like that's very him. On brand? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, peace, love, respect. Look what I did for my uncle. He's poor. I gave him my truck. <laughs> I still have $875 million, but yeah. he's got this nice truck. <laughs> peace, love, empathy. All right. Um, uh, I feel Jason Cross looks like a less beautiful Edward Norton. <laughs> Jason Cross. Edward Norton is quite beautiful. I think he can be. I think he very much can be. Uh, Jason Cross seems to have moved away from the Jesus stuff and into a series of intersecting lines on his ass. I'm on board. Uh, Cross misses the crossfire, lands on his side. It looks like it fucking hurt like the way he landed on his arm. Guerrero's not tagging Conan in, but then he finally does. Arriba Mexico is yelled uh, loud. Jenny, is that a rallying cry for Mexicans everywhere? I think so. Uh, unsure. Have you ever heard some? It feels someone... racist, though. So, I don't know. Well, wait a minute. It feels racist if I say it? A little bit. Well, I'm just repeating what he said. I'm not I'm not going out into Costco and being like, Arriba, Mexico. Right, but that you can't you use the I'm repeating it excuse. But, it, but, but that's what he said on the show. Right. Is the Arriba, Mexico the AM word? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tanay uh, calls a drop toehold out of nowhere from Jay. He goes, drop toehold out of nowhere from Jason Cross. But isn't a drop toehold supposed to be out of nowhere? They're all supposed to be out of nowhere. Yeah, if it was from somewhere, it'd be ineffective. Correct. Finally, we get Jerry Lynn and Conan. Nice flipping powerbomb from Hoovy on Lynn. Crazy missile dropkick on Conan for Cross. Uh, he lands right on Conan's face with a leg drop. Uh, like, And he really hurts Conan's face. JT, would he have been assaulted backstage in WCW for that? No, he probably would have been given a raise. Bischoff's like, hey, man, I like what you did out there. <laughs> uh, we get the somersault clothesline on Lynn. He just fucking crushes him. Hits him with an X Factor, only gets two. And then Conan just gets the pin with his arms on the ropes. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and gets in Mike Tanay's face and goes, there's your interrogator. <laughs> Not sure what that meant. That was funny. But JT, how did Conan look here? I thought he looked pretty good. Um, you know, Hoovy looked good, too, because he took a lot of the match. Uh, and I liked the good big little offense with Conan kind of throwing him around. And he finally gets the job done himself because no one else has been able to do it. So he steals the win and proves it. Um, it never really gets to the next gear, but I thought it told a pretty good story. And Conan keeps it going by showing that he can get the victory. So I went two and three quarter, and I thought Conan looked good. And we continue to reside in this bizarre world where we're becoming fans of Glenn Gilberti and Conan. But here we are. Uh, Jenny, Arriba, Mexico? Arriba, Mexico. Yeah. See, I told y'all, once y'all decided to just start liking this stuff, then you'll start liking it. And here we are. And Conan looks awesome. Hoovy looks awesome. Jerry Lynn always looks awesome. The other little guy, bless his whole heart, he did some stuff. But um, (laughs) he was there to get thrown around. He did good at that. So, you know what? Two and three quarters for me as well. 
Yeah, and then Conan leaves by saying, interrogate this. Yeah. So he showed him. By the way, uh, if anyone's wondering, this is the March 19th, 2003 episode of TNA. Thanks. <laughs> it's in the description. Uh, then Tanay goes, how about Kid Cash, Trinity, and Amazing Red? What about him? <clears throat> so we get a recap of this love triangle. It is a love triangle, right, JT? Uh, yeah, or at least a fuck triangle. <laughs> a fuck angle. <laughs> um, like, and the whole, the whole recap of this. They're just friends. <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> good friends. <laughs> Friendship with sex offered. All right. Um, this whole recap is just people jumping on Trinity, and then Red shoving her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Goldie's in the back with Cash and Trinity. And he goes, it's apparent that Trinity has played a key role in his success. And then Cash gets all fucking angry. He's like, well, that's just the wrestling business. <laughs> all right. Then Trinity does not look impressed. And then he goes, well, sometimes you just have to take the bite the bullet. Is he referring to Trinity getting smacked around, Jenny? I believe so. Yeah. And then Goldust, ever the fem- Goldust, Goldilocks, ever the feminist, <laughs> is like, I want to hear from Trinity. Can she speak? <clears throat> and then Cash, ever the misogynist, goes, no, no, she's not talking. Obviously, before this segment can end, somebody shoves Goldilocks because someone has to in every one of these segments. <laughs> and it's amazing red. And he goes – he goes up to Cash. He goes, I don't respect you. And Cash goes, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Great response. Then red challenges Trinity and Cash like, she's a girl. And he goes, unlike you, I'm a gentleman, you little prick. <laughs> he goes, if you want to get through her, you have to get through me. And Red's like, okay, it's a three-way dance. Jenny, J- JT, it is a love triangle then, right? Yes. I mean, there's trouble brewing for sure here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it alarming, Jenny, that Trinity is so much bigger than Amazing Red? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see them fuck. I mean, wrestle. <laughs> there's no way she would fuck him, right? Like, he's too small. I don't know. He's very bouncy and little and bendy. I just feel like someone like that is probably going to – maybe I'm reading the situation wrong. But it's like there's no way China is like uh, fucking Fred Savage. You know what I mean? Like he's just too small and wiry for Yeah, but she did fuck Xbox. So. I was going to say, yeah. Well, eh? dude, right? I just feel like, you know, it, it's, you know, like a little fuck toy. <laughs> My fuck toy red. All right, we get, <laughs> yeah. we get some tag team uh, action. I love that – like Borash, when he calls out sex, always calls it sports entertainment extreme and doesn't say sex. <laughs> he can't. He I'm... blushes too hard. <laughs> Girls and sex? Oh my god. <laughs> but fuck, it's Disco and Sanders coming down. Jenny, could these guys get <sighs> any less of a reaction from the crowd? Probably not, but I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, JT, it's zero reaction, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes, it's is like it, negative reaction. Yeah, it's, it's just it, they just been conditioned to not give a shit about either of these fucking guys. And it's like, I don't know how all of this is still going as a thing. Like, it's just ridiculous that this all exists. Well, and it's so it runs so contrary to like what Disco's doing now. Right. Like, I mean, now he's gonna go in there with Duggan, where he just fucking he just came from military base. You know, they can't beat Duggan. The U.S. will use lose the war then, right? So like. You know, Duggan's not losing, but Duggan has a mystery partner. He's still wearing the overalls. And then today's like, I want to talk about a sit-down interview from a few weeks ago. It's like, fuck you, Mike. I can't think that far back. There's no way. And then, like, Duggan is – 
Duggan's music, it sounds like it was played on like a phonograph in an old car. <laughs> it was. It, it yeah. was like, like had like the little record crackle and like it sounded like it was just being played in this weird. From the 40s. Yeah, this, I don't know. <laughs> ah, you see, if uh, you want to get that Jim Duggan music, you're going to have to pay me a pretty penny. See there, babe? Uh, West goes, guys like Duggan succeeded because of their characters, right? Like, and it's like, but like, there's no way Jim Duggan is like this in his real life, right? Oh. Uh, I think he is. I just imagine he was all the time. <laughs> it's time for breakfast, family! <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Hogan. Yeah, and then, I feel like Hogan is always <laughs> I feel like Hogan is just stoned all the time at home. <laughs> hey man, it's Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> hey Nick, you want to take the car out, brother? Yeah, Hulk Hogan knows. Like, that's how I feel Hogan is at home. I bet he's the calmest motherfucker in the world. Um, then they're like, George the Animal Steel and King Kong Bundy have contacted Jim Duggan to be his partner. Like, why? Why is this? Because of the words of sex, they're angry. <laughs> Georgia Middle says, "Like you know what? I've been I've been substitute teaching for the past twenty years, but those sex guys <laughs> really pissing me off. Gotta get out there and tear up a turnbuckle. <laughs> um, it's gonna be Sanders and Gilberti double team, but they struggle with Jim Duggan. Mm. JT, if this was a shower fight, they would both be fucked, right? Yes, beaten down. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the uh, partner." <laughs> Moondog Spot makes his way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just looks massive. Yeah, he's, it's that good. His tummy, man. <laughs> like, fuck, tummy time. Like that is huge. And, and Disco gets out of the ring and goes, "You're an asshole, Tanay. I thought this guy was dead." <laughs> I howled. <laughs> and then he just leaves Mike Sanders for dead. He just leaves. I Love wish that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Moondog and Hacksaw just fucking kill him and pin him. Um, Jenny, where does Moondog Spot buy those jeans? <laughs> From his caveman days. Like they were born in Marshalls in like 1976, and it's the same pair. Are they just part of his skin now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, JT, should Hacksaw be the world champion? Uh, I mean, he looks the most lethal so far. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He makes Duggan look fucking fit. Like, look, you're like, wow, Duggan looks all right. Duggan looks like an Olympian. <laughs> yeah, look at that guy. He's our champ. Wow, Duggan's been doing some DDP yoga. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Looking good. They're like the before and after picture of DDP. <laughs> look. Hey, guys, were you walking around with a bone in your hand? Well, trade that in for a two-by-four and get to fucking stretching using dynamic resistance. <laughs> I mean, this is a nothing match, right? It's just a beating. Uh, mm-hmm. But I kind of enjoyed Mike Sanders getting beat up, and I love yes. Disco leaving him. Yeah. Uh, again, realizing, like, this is all stupid. <laughs> it's like a big no thank you from Disco. Uh, before this get anything can happen, though, we hear, can we get to the back? <laughs> Yells Tanae. And Goldie's with the church, and she calls – She calls. he goes, uh, Jim, can you talk to me? And he goes, it's father. <laughs> All right. Fucking dick. And then she's like, why didn't you try to win the tag titles? And he's like, that's by design. We're setting them up for the real kill. They are mindless drones who revel in bad advice. And then he challenges Triple X for an S&M match. Yeah. Now, before he explained what it was, were we all thinking the same thing? 
Yes. He calls it sadistic madness. And they're going to get one more wrestler next week for four on four. And then they're like, fuck it, we're going to go make the challenge themselves. And they just leave. <laughs> were either of you surprised that nothing was followed up immediately? No. Yeah, usually it's like instant. <laughs> like, shouldn't we have followed them? With, like, it's a, get a camera with those guys. <laughs> um, they should just have a camera on them at all times. Now, yes, they should. Were you guys excited with the prospect of another member added to the church? I was. Yes. Did you know who it was when this happened? No. No. Okay. Okay. Neither did I. So I thought there was something. I was like, oh, this this actually might be pretty cool. <laughs> um. All right. Amazing Red is out. Trinity comes out to like some fucking Pearl Jam ripoff. <laughs> JT, does this make her Steve Bennett's favorite wrestler? <laughs> Trinity. Don't call me Trinity. <laughs> Not fair, the picture, she is bigger than Amazing Red. She looks amazing, though. I know, she looks so like, funny. Like, she still looks super hot. Yeah, 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 she's super hot, she's in shape. Yes. Um, and I'll, I'm going to say this, I've complained a lot about the lack of storylines in the X Division, mm-hmm. but I quite like this one. Mm. Me too. Um, I, I like this one a lot. They boo the shit out of Rudy Charles for some reason. I don't know what he did. Um... <laughs> It's, 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 Jenny, am I wrong to think that Trinity was introduced from Straw Island, New York? I think, I think it was so. uh, – I think they said Strong Island, which is like a nickname of Long Island. Oh, because I heard straw. And I'm Turkey like, and the straw. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, did they learn nothing about that Bible story about those pigs? You don't build things out of straw. Is that anyway, the Bible? Isn't it? Isn't that what yeah. happens after David kills Goliath? They build a, the pigs, they build a place for them, and the Philistines come and fuck them up? Sure. There's no place called Straw Island in New York, so I think it was Strong Island. Ah, okay. Too bad. Um, Cash tries to get Trinity out of the ring to start. Like, why wouldn't he at least enlist her help? Trying to do it himself. Mm. Yeah. He hasn't been able to the whole time. Right, yeah. He was just accused of being, you know, leaning on her too much. So. Right. I mean, I'd lean on her, too, if she's around. Um, then, like, Trinity comes in and gets fucking crushed with an amazing red dropkick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Red gets a great near fall early. JT, does any part of you wish that he had just won, like, that Amazing Red had just won after getting Trinity out of the ring with the dropkick? No, I wanted to see more. <laughs> Cash just slaps him in the back at one point. Uh, man, like, if one dropkick leveled Trinity, like, because she's devastated after this one. I kind of feel like she's got no business in there if that one hurts her that much. Yeah, that was the part of this match that I hated. Like, I like the angle. I like all the wrestling. But her getting knocked out like that was absolute bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, she gets onto the apron and Cash levels her. Like, she takes another Mm -hmm. sick bump. Like, she's taking the best bumps in this match. She's real good at it. It's just that's not what I wanted to see. I wanted to see her fucking wrestle these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Cash hits a stiff swinging neckbreaker. Um, I feel like whatever that was, Maral Ronello would have called it an Oshigoroshi or whatever that is. And it's not <laughs> racist for me to try to pronounce a Japanese word, Jenny, before you get in there. Are you sure? Oshigoroshi. All right. Um, <laughs> Cash tries for – that's just a sumo wrestler. That's not a Japanese man. That's a sumo wrestler voice. Right. right. That's a sumo wrestler. All right. Cash then tries to powerbomb Red from the top rope, but Red reverses into a Hurricane Rana. Red then goes up to the top, but Trinity just kicks him in the face. And now we get a bit of a, like – 
we get some Trinity here, right? She awesome Rana. She hits a really sick tornado DDT. DDT. Oh. Jenny, she's not out of place here at all, is she? No, she's she's so awesome. She she is absolutely to me on par with both of these guys, and that's saying a lot because they're both mm -hmm. really good. Would would she like? Is she just way ahead of her time? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Don West is like, this is a statement for women's rights. <laughs> All right. And then Trinity climbs the ropes. Cash hits red with a rolling German suplex for the win. JT, did this bother you? Because you've been you've been pretty a pretty big proponent against the against the violence towards the women. How did this match uh, feel for you? No, this was fine because she was presented in a way as an equal competitor mm -hmm. and not just getting like beaten on because she's a dumb slut or whatever. Like they usually treat the women. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, this felt like, yeah, like more you said ahead of her time, like more of a modern style intergender. These people are equal and both can all can fly and work at a high rate. And it plays well with the storyline with Cash still using her to win. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. um, still wins the match because of the damage she did. And then getting her out of the way. So I thought this was pretty good, you know, and they, and they did it with them throwing bombs. Trinity looked good. And Red had a golden chance, but kind of blew it with all the issues going on with those two. So I went three stars. I, again, I think this was pretty good story stuff and a good match. I would agree with all that. I mean, the only thing that I can say is I wanted more Trinity in the match. And um, I hated her being out for just a short amount of time. And it was a real short match, so... Um, another good win for Cash, though. I'm at least as good as he can do <laughs> on his own. But this was totally hot, though, right, Jenny? It was real hot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When do we get to see him fuck? Dude, if, if Belladonna was in this mix, I don't think I could make it through the episodes. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the match, Cash just ignores, like, Trinity wants to celebrate with him, and he just walks away and treats her like shit. <laughs> what a douche. And then we cut to the back. Goldie's trying to interview Jeff Jarrett. There's just someone screaming, like there's just screaming in a room and Dusty Rhodes goes in. And then today's like, let's go to the package. We get a recap of the King of These Nuts, which is always great to hear again. It's just the fight from last week. And there was no mm -hmm. need to recap this. And here we go. We got uh, Watts, Lawler, and Flair coming out. Uh, Jenny, what neighborhood does Lawler get all his clothes made in? <laughs> what neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> David Flair uh, is wearing a TNA shirt, ensuring that we don't take him seriously. And Tanae is just fucking furious that David Flair has his dad's world titles. Like, it, it, it's like, I don't know why he's so mad at this. And then, so D'Lo comes out, and I find his music is the same as Kid Cash's, just in a different key. Mm. Or maybe it's just like part of like a different part of the song. Like it's like it's like if no one had ever heard of Bohemian Rhapsody and someone comes out to the opera, someone comes out to the rock, someone comes out to him just saying mama. Like but if you hey, heard the whole that's pretty genius. <laughs> but that's what yeah. I think that song is. It's kinda lazy, but Yeah, know. but it's this company. Banjo Dusty Rhodes is out to him. JT, how crazy is it that Dusty is still wrestling in two thousand three? Yeah, I mean they can still figure it out. Although that said, Jenny, we just watched him uh, pretty recently on Place to Be podcast to wrestle in 2007. So. Sure did. Yeah. Wait, what 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 match was that? Against uh, Randy Orton and the Bull Rope. Oh yeah, was that? Horrible? He was excellent. No, it was pretty <laughs> no, fun. It was, it really was fun, right? Yeah. 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 
Yeah. He's, you know, just in a bull rope. He's just so charismatic that he can just make it yeah. work, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Tanae's like, can Dusty hold this team together? Um, Eric Watts has a noose in his hand and is pointing at D'Lo. It's a bit <laughs> far, no? He's uh, well, from the south. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jenny, who fucked Jarrett backstage to give him that hair? <laughs> Borash. Uh, uh, Hollywood. Borash. <laughs> well, I probably maybe Borash was was peeling the peeling the peanuts or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can't call it peanuts because then you imagine small testicles. But yeah. yeah. Um, Watts is wearing like his club gear to the ring, whatever the fuck that is. What, what is that note? Oh, who cares? Uh, D'Lo, D'Lo's like, I want to be taken serious as a wrestler, but then starts the match by ruffling Brian Lawler's hair. Like Lawler sells the hair ruffle like he's just been blasted in the face with a shotgun by Bugs Bunny. God, he's so over the fucking top. I can't say it. He's so spastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's your most uh, famous guy in the ring. Well, yeah, he was. <laughs> D'Lo, uh, D'Lo's also in really good shape here, by the way. Like, he yeah. really... Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. And Tanae's like, he was the... <laughs> he was like... Um, Tanae's like, D'Lo was the first man to unify the Euro and Intercontinental titles. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> uh, long-ass running man by Lawler. Like, way too long. Like, he, he just busts the move for too long. D'Lo then nails him, but celebrates instead of capitalizing. Um, like... <laughs> D- JT, is D'Lo killing them the best way to get these heels over? Uh, they're never going to get over. <laughs> so That's just be- a secret. Okay. Um, There's more of a chance that D'Lo makes it as like a top face than these guys as heels. Right. Yeah, that's true. Even tall-ass Eric Watts is useless. And they finally take control of D'Lo. And I, I, I'll be honest, I missed how it happened. But I'm not rewinding because there's still 30 minutes left in this show. No, like, it's too much. No, I'm not doing it. Whatever. The momentum changed. That's all I need to know. And Flair's rough, too. Like, he, you can tell he's really trying. Yeah. But nothing looks natural to him at all. Like, he, everything looks so just chunky and clunky. Yeah. He, he just you, – you think you said it a couple episodes ago. He just doesn't want to pee there. Right. That's what it feels like, yeah. I'll say this, Jenny. Do you agree that at least they have found something somewhat coherent for Lawler to do? As coherent as possible, yes. Because, like, I remember that whole storyline with that. What was her name? <laughs> oh fuck! I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like maybe he's yeah. beating her. Maybe she's yeah, sleeping he was, with. Yeah, he was like, yeah, smacking her around, and then she was. Uh, she's banging Bruce. Sunny. Or somebody. Bruce. Bruce. In the shower. Right. Yeah. But that none of that made sense, you know. Also, what's wrong with Eric Watts? He fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Like PWA made a huge mistake declaring him the rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, he's not very good. D'Lo has worked the entire match, all right? And the crowd chants Jerry's kid and Brian Lawler has some form of seizure in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Uh, what does it say about Double J and Dusty that they don't do jack shit to help D'Lo? <laughs> well, <laughs> why would Jarrett do anything? He's going to have to fight this guy eventually, and um, what can Dusty do? Ah, he could do something. Jarrett comes in with main event punches. Dusty's right in to help Double J, though. Like, as soon as Double J starts getting beat up, Dusty's in. Double J and Dusty toss Watts to the floor. Flair and Lawler attack Jarrett, but these poor guys don't have a chance. Jarrett finishes Flair with a stroke. Jenny, does David Flair's face look like a stroke? It does. 
And I think Lawler is still with us. Wait, which which Lawler? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jenny, why was Dusty there? Um, he just wanted to be on TV. You know, he just needed to be in front of the crowd for a little bit. I needed to be the new king of these nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, why doesn't D'Lo celebrate with the team? He just leaves. He's only cares about himself. Like he heard Gilberti earlier. He's not there to be Jared's bitch dog. And they just let him get his fucking ass beat. So he's probably not real happy with him. Hmm. Anyway, Truth then rolls in and raises Double J in Dusty's hands. And then Truth powerbombs the shit out of Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Finally, yes. <laughs> now, were you guys thinking, please, please, please don't make our truth be the leader of these losers? Yeah, I know. I felt like maybe it was going to oh, be, but I don't think so. I think Truth's been pretty well established. He, like, cares about himself, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, he leaves. He leaves right away. Right. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. And then Watts, like, threatens to put the rope around Jarrett. Like, I just if – you're, if you're not going to take these guys seriously, right – why make them look fucking useless in the match and then give them the post-match beatdown? Why right. not just have them be a little bit stronger in the match? Because they're not capable of it. Mm. They're screaming. They're like, Dusty split open. But of course, we're not. the camera's not on that. It's on Wash and Jarrett <laughs> walking around the building. And then it looks like – so it looks like Watts is going to murder Jarrett by dragging him behind a stretch limo? Mm-hmm. And Don Don West goes get the police. <laughs> Why I had to see that? And Don West then goes no no. But like, why doesn't he do anything to stop this murder? Well, he's not gonna make that. He's not time. fucking running out there. <laughs> JT, would he be screwed under the Seinfeld Good Samaritan law? No, he's not close enough. <laughs> he's watching it. He's watching. The, uh... Lawler does hit a pretty nice hip hop drop on Dusty, by the way. He's pretty stiff. <laughs> the uh but Watts is a psycho, like pretty yeah. much just says he's not gonna kill him so he doesn't go to jail, but he could. Yeah. Uh, they're presenting him as someone who's just like completely snapped. Which I is... really liked it. <laughs> the, the match isn't much. It. Like the yeah. next gen idea is pretty good in theory. It's Wrong just guys. these guys all suck in the ring. <laughs> um they could use a better mouthpiece or like a top worker is what they're missing right now. Is they don't have either. They're just like three lost boys without a true lead. Um, Couldn't like it was low... fine. Just, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of heat. Like, you know, D'Lo looks pretty good, but next gen needs some help. It's not gonna be true. So they're gonna need someone. Uh, like, couldn't they? Stars. Yeah. Couldn't they call Loki like uh, Phil Rude or something? Camlet. Philip Rude. Oh God. Jared looks like such a little bitch. I... <laughs> You really thought I was going to drag you, Jeff. Yeah, you tied me to a rope and put the rope on a car. What a stupid cunt. <laughs> How could you be so dumb? I mean, your head, Jeff. And then Mike Tanay's like, these are mind games. Oh, but we cut right away from the murder. Now the church is storming down. I guess this is the challenge. Finally. Uh, but they already announced the match. Like, cause like, so they went, they were backstage and they were talking about, okay, we're going to make a challenge. Then right. like Mike Tanay and Wes were like, okay, it's been signed for next week, but now the church is storming down. Well, they're hot. They're pissed off. Still hot. And want to fucking fight. Make a point. Yeah. Triple X and the Harrises attack them. Tanay's like, you can count the bodies. Jenny, when was the last time the Harrises counted the bodies? Oh, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
You do not want me to answer that fucking question. All right. I'll get canceled. <laughs> Jenny, if we haven't been canceled by now with all my shit. <laughs> That's true. My sumo voice, my D'Lo Brown impression. <laughs> it was just specific D'Lo Brown. So we all clear. <laughs> Why is Sonny wearing those cheetah pants? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they're amazing. <laughs> they're so crazy. And I love that Disco is, is screaming for Sonny like he's Stanley from A Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> Sonny! <laughs> Sonny! And, like, I, he's just, Sonny, Siaki's just nowhere. Like, this whole brawl is going on, and he's just walking to the ring calmly with Hollywood. <laughs> Naturally. And, okay, where the hell is Desire? Are we to believe Siaki is cheating on her, JT? Uh, I think she's just at, you know, at her other job. Well, fair enough. She's just gonna count. <laughs> She's babysitting. I work for James Mitchell's bitch wife. <laughs> Desire, did you get the spreadsheets done? Oh God. Oh, here comes Athena's ass. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Well, he he gets in the ring, Siak, and he's like, get in the ring, and she does. I don't know why. And then Don West is like, this is the adult section, guys. Oh God! Like I, it's like I look. I have watched this show over three days, and I just want it to be over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Athena, Athena then ends up beating Hollywood, and then Siaki. <laughs> so like, and like, so, so, hold on, I gotta get my head around this. So <laughs> Athena beats up Hollywood, and then Siaki's like, "All right, Athena, you rip her shirt off." And he goes, "It doesn't matter whose boobies we see." And then she goes, he goes, we'd rather see her tits than those sloppy flapjacks. Jesus. What the fuck, man? Like, Angry boy. Like, there's no reason for her to keep this job, right? Like, I carry coats to the ring, to and from the <laughs> ring, and I get abused. And then fucking Siaki just kills her dead with a pile driver. Mm-hmm. It's it's such an extreme. Okay, would it be better? Is it is it better or worse that he did a pile driver instead of a punch in the face? It's it's awful. I, this whole thing sucks. And then David Young makes the fucking save. Uh, you know I don't mind moving from angle to angle. Things keep things flowing, but this was dumb. Like yeah, the TNA stuff is lame. Siaki being up Athena is terrible. Like it just dings the whole show for me. We can do better. We just kind of got away from a lot of this with Gilberti, which was nice. And then like we're right back to it. Like this is the Shit, I was talking, you know, you mentioned earlier, like, how did I feel about the women versus men? Like, this to me is where the issue is, where they just treat them like dog shit, smack them around. Like, it's just not needed. It's not entertaining. Siaki's mush-mouthing his words. Like, it's just not funny to me or entertaining in any way. And, like, this is not going to be any revenge. Like, no one's going to kill Siaki because Athena got beat up. Like, it's just dumb. So they're not going to be David Young. (laughs) Yeah, like, what the fuck is he going to do? Well, and the other thing, too, is that Siaki's a good character on this show. Right. I don't want him doing this. I don't no. want him saying the word boobies either. Right. Like, it's just too much. It's so announcer. Okay, so, excuse me, it's so unnecessary. We get the shot of the announcers. They're going to talk about next week. And Mike Seinfeld is like, what's the deal with Eric Watts? <laughs> and they're like, what's going on with uh, next week? And, like, so I notice on this shot, too, when they're doing, like, Mike and Don, right? There are only children in the audience behind Mike and Don. Jenny, should they be present at this show? No. No, what are they doing? Well, there's a guy holding up a sign that says America, love it or leave it. So that's their daddy, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to bring my kids to the show. That's just You the... can love it or leave it. 
Is it okay to do that accent? Yes. All Always right. A redneck accent. <laughs> yeah, but it's I'm not... a redneck and you're my friend, so I'm telling you it's okay. Goddamn right. Thank you. But, but but that wouldn't fly the other way, right? Probably not. Like if I had a Japanese friend, not that I would, but if I had a Japanese friend, <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, you can you can use the accent. It's fine." Then I'd be then I could use that, right? Only if they loved you as much as I do, Aaron. Oh, that's so sweet. Tanae, I love you too, Jenny. You're the best. Tanae then goes, uh, what do you say we take a look at the history of AJ Styles and Raven? Guys, I say no. Why? I don't want to, I don't want any more pack. Like, how much of these shows are taken up with recaps and strippers? Well, you need the recaps for the people, I guess, that are mm-hmm. paying for this bullshit. <laughs> and you need the strippers because, you know, TNA. Well, I know JT hasn't paid for this bullshit since 2001, so. True. Very true. Yeah, JT should be. The, should they be switching out the strippers though? No, why? Stick with what works. Okay, they don't have I, a I roster. Would like, I would like some big butt strippers, cause. No, it wasn't in back then. Uh, well. You know, you want to get cheeks up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, the music for this video is straight out of a fucking Hockey Night in Canada highlight video from 1990. <laughs> like it's it's basically two unlimited, but like the the it's it's three unlimited or three limited, <laughs> the bootleg version of two unlimited. Of course, in this in this um in this package, there's gunshots everywhere. Every blow is a gunshot. I fucking hate this show so much. Um. And, and then the match is is now called Raven versus Styles, eight steps between heaven and hell. What does that mean? It means there are eight steps in the ladder between heaven and hell. So are they admitting that the TNA ring is hell? <laughs> yeah, it's hell where you battle and heaven when you get the prize. Is the prize a WWE contract? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a clipboard. <laughs> it was. It didn't look like a clipboard. <laughs> Uh, Raven comes out to some water music, of course. He's wearing that coat, which made me very happy. Yes, me too. And JT. Water music. <laughs> when you make love, do you look in the mirror? Who do you think of? That one-armed drummer is like drowning because he can't swim. Do <laughs> we only have one arm? All right. Um, JT, they call it a hardcore ladder match, but aren't all ladder matches? Don't they all have no rules? Yeah, it just depends on the level of hardcoreacity they want to go to. <laughs> I love how you created that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, sneak attack to start by AJ. There's some girls in the front row going, AJ, AJ, and they know all the words to his songs. JT, That's so cute. I think it's cute. JT, why can't he toss them the shirt that he takes off? Uh, he's trying to show a little respect. To who? No, he's a dick. The girls. He's the showing gross. them by, he, Oh, because he's wearing a sweaty shirt? Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. They want his sweat, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raven is busted open. He spins the ladder, hits AJ a bunch. Uh, I just noticed, <laughs> and at this point, I kind of looked over. So, like, I kind of watch these shows, like, on my computer. Half is my, my notes, and the other half is the screen. But I caught the – I never read these, but I caught the description of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like Raven fights AJ Styles in a hardcore ladder match. And then it says, also – Jim Duggan offers reasoned analysis of international conflict. <laughs> <laughs> that says it on the fucking site. That's pretty funny. Um, and then West goes, he hit him with the handle of the side of a trash can. Uh, AJ, after about 10 minutes, finally starts climbing the ladder to try to win the match. 
And I love, I love that you called it out, Jenny, because it's just a clipboard with a contract on it. Sure uh, is. Jenny, do you think they had to buy that clipboard, or was there one lying around backstage? <laughs> Dusty had it in his office. And <laughs> put the contract on this. Hold on, I'll go to the goddamn Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't an envelope around. <laughs> there wasn't a file folder. What do you mean you don't have paper clips? <laughs> Gotta go back to the fucking Dollar Tree. American dream of the Dollar Tree. Oh. So Raven staples the head and the crowd gets like... That like, was cool. But JT, is there an... It is cool. But is there an easier spot to fake than that? Um. No. Yeah, like, there's, it can so easily no be... No one's really going to see it, yeah. Unless yeah. you're bald and getting them in the head, you know? Now, I've seen it where they've stapled paper to somebody's head. Right. That's cool. Yeah, like, I saw that. It was a Jay Briscoe-Adam Cole match in, like, late 2014 Ring of Honor. He, like, he stapled paper to his head and then put thumbtacks in his mouth and kicked his face. Ooh. <laughs> it was fucking brutal. It was a great match. Way better than this match. Um, uh, No blood on Styles, despite the double stapling. And look, Raven, guys, Raven just gives no fucks with all these nope. bloodbaths, eh? Yeah, he does not Ooh. give a shit by this point. Yeah. He lives in the blood. He's bathed in blood. Yeah, some yada yada yada. Uh, whether <laughs> if this two if this two two sullied flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew or some bullshit. Uh, Jenny, at this oh, point, <laughs> that's when Hamlet's very sad. All right, uh, Jenny, at this point, would Raven make a better champion than Jeff Jarrett? Yes, give the fucking belt to Raven. Yeah, right away, right? Yes. Uh, three minutes left in the show. I at this is the point where I'm just counting down. I'm just like, okay, okay, come on, <laughs> I can do this, I can finish this. Raven is on a table on the outside, but then AJ climbs up to jump, and Raven just grabs the ref and puts him on top. I quite like that spot. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Then here comes Glenn Gilberti to distract Styles, <laughs> like, you know. And then he, uh, Gilberti gets powerbombed to the outside on a table. And then while that happens, no, I don't remember who. Who powerbombs who? Gilberti powerbombs Styles. That's it. All right, Gilberti does that. And then Raven just count, climbs up and gets the contract from the clipboard. Mm -hmm. uh, JT, how hot was Raven's dazed look in victory? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was feeling it. It's kind of there, eh? Jenny, how yeah. soon until Raven needs a blood transfusion? Directly after this show. <laughs> they just hook him up to Sandman backstage. They went right up to his nest. He has a little area. <laughs> it's full of uh, humans hanging there, and he just sucks the blood from them. Oh, I see. So he's some sort of a vampire then. Well, an energy vampire and a literal one. Nice. I am currently reading Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that's a good book. It is nothing like the film. Well, it's something. It is not. Mm -mm. The main characters are not the main characters. Anyway, I'd love to do a book club discussion, but that's the end of our episode because the show just goes off the air. Yeah, that's a pretty good brawl. I mean, it was a little gratuitous, and the fans weren't as rabid for it as other stuff. No. And the finish is whatever with Gilberti stepping up and Raven getting his match. Uh, but these matches just keep missing that extra bump for being like, what they want it to be, which is like the classic ECW stuff. But I still went three stars. Like, that was still a, a good brawl, a lot of blood. It's just missing that extra oomph that the atmosphere doesn't allow it. Do you think that it's because the feuds aren't as personal? Yeah, that too. There's less mm -hmm. there. I, I don't know. I was into this a whole lot. Um, I thought Raven was really good and really brutal, and AJ was hanging with him. Like, AJ is a little bit hardcore. Um and I thought the latter spots were fun. 
and um, fucking, I had another point too that I don't recall. Oh, when he grabs the ref to block, that's like classic Raven. Like that's what he does all the time is put people in front of him mm. um, to get fucked up. So I loved that. Is Raven one of these guys who should he be bigger? I would say yes. I mean, I'm just a huge Raven fan. Yeah, I think he's had bad luck that he had burned bridges, and even when he gets goes back to WWF during the hottest period, he's just not looked at as a guy that can be anything, and that was it. Is is there a wrestling company right now? Are there wrestling companies right now that like would be better having Raven around helping out with stuff? I mean WWE, yes. yeah. But yeah. even like AEW, like yeah, because sure, there's a lot of older guys as managers, right? Like right, yeah. Well, like, what kind of shape is he in though right now? Probably the same. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's around for a while here, and then he's in Ring of he goes like Ring of Honor for a bit too. Like I think he's fairly active into the early 2010s. Yeah, he feuds with Punk in Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's like their big. I punk. would be super into seeing some current day Raven. Not gonna lie. I feel like he probably has something left to give. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but like, cause I, I always thought that this was like a guy right on the precipice, but just with the, always kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Like he, when he's in WCW, I thought his run was pretty good, but there's no way he's getting past where he is on the card. And then he comes to WWF in 99 and, and it's just way too stacked there. Right. Like, I, I would have liked to see him in WWF in, like, 1997. Maybe if he goes there instead of I, – I don't even know. Just feels like always wrong place, wrong time for him. Not always, though, because he had it dialed in on ECW. Oh, yeah, yeah. ECW is his run, right? But yeah. it wasn't a big – like, it's hard to become a mega, mega star in ECW. Mm. Anyway, that's the end of that episode. Uh, JT, what was your best segment? Uh, I went the – I guess like the next generation beatdown. I thought the fight was actually the post-match beatdown was, was fine. Okay. Jenny, best segment. I got to go with the locker room slap. Yep. It's mine too. <laughs> right in the face. What's the worst segment, Jenny? Oh, the girls with Athena. Yeah, me too. JT. Yeah. That and Sanders pretending to be Siaki before getting slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did, it, it did enhance the slap. Sure. The, the way you broke it down to him thinking it was going to be a hit really helped <laughs> it. Um, okay, um, I'm going to say this. I want to see more of Glenn Gilberti. Yes! <laughs> Me too. What uh, is wrong with us? I don't know. Yeah, he was good on tonight. We'll see if it carries. Uh, Truth, Church, Brown, Raven. Yeah. Jenny, who? anybody else for you want to see more of? Trinity. Uh, yeah, oh, yes. I would obviously like to see more of Trinity also. Um <laughs> Um, who do you want to see less of? Is it all the same people, guys? Sanders, Watts, yeah. Jingo, Duggan. Fucking Lawler. You, you're uh, you fed up with Duggan? Nah, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. it's fine. They did the one-time thing. Let's leave it there. Yeah. What about Moondog? Yeah, I, I'd like to see his belly again. <laughs> what, do you think when he comes into a buffet, they're just like, oh, fuck, yep. come on. Close it down. We just reopened. <laughs> Um, what would 2003 Jenny uh, be into on this show? Blood. Mm. 2003 JT? Excited that TNA is keeping the WCW Cruiserweight memories alive with the X Division stuff. Yeah, and you know what? I'd throw Conan on the list of people I want to see more of too. Mm. He was okay. Uh, anybody oh, yeah. got Anybody got a wild card? 
Yeah, Bizarre World. Out comes Jim Duggan in his overalls and his creepy-sounding muffled theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, any imposters? Mike Sanders is a broke man's Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> was he also trying to, like, be DX? Like... Yeah, it was just awful. The whole yeah. thing was stupid. All right. Uh, any, who are the appearances for this one? None. No one knew. No one knew. Good nope. Lord. That's crazy. All right. Uh, before we get to the overall score, uh, JT, what's going on North South Connection Podcast Network? A lot of stuff. Just download it. Follow us. I promise you, you won't be disappointed with the quality of audio content from both wrestling and beyond that we give out on a consistent basis with the great hosts that really put a lot of time and effort into entertaining you. So subscribe, leave us some feedback for shows you'd want to hear or stuff you hear that you like, and uh, we'll continue on. Jenny, how about the Jenny Position? Hey, the Jenny Position has cool shows. Um, you heard about Pluto has a new episode, and Freak Out Driving does as well. And um, a couple of new things that I got going on. You can find all of that linked on Twitter and my Facebook page at Jenny Position. Awesome. Check it all out. All right, overall score. Was it worth it? Yes. Um, I fucking like this show a lot. Like, I had a crazy day trying to watch it, but every time I came back to it, I always kind of enjoyed it, which is so weird. Um, I'm doing eight out of ten. Eight? Oh, Jesus. I am. I am. Jesus. I so I did not think this one was worth it. Um, for all the good stuff, like the bad just keeps outweighing it. Stuff that doesn't make sense. Weird players getting a lot of time. Uh, you know, there's been pluses to Russo not being here, but there's also some minuses. Yes. Uh, it takes away from the urgency that we get when he's here. There's also some good go, go, go stuff. But again, like you need to figure out their identity. Like, what is this promotion? It's such a mishmash of all different things. Um, and they do a good job hyping some stuff, but so much happens that other big things got forgotten. Like we joke about it. Like, I don't remember two weeks ago, but it is hard to keep track of everything going on. And even stuff like earlier in the night is, t- is tough to track. And... Like, we have this bloody finale that barely gets enough spotlight because so much other shit's going on. So I went four and a half out of ten. <laughs> um, not the best outing. Uh, again, not awful, but just there's so much happening that they don't let it sink in and resonate. There's just someone in every segment that hurts the segment. Like, in right. e- in everything, it's like, okay, this could be good if this guy wasn't here. And, and it's like – that's the problem with the promotion. It's like, it feels like there's a lot of good ideas, but it's almost like they don't have the performers completely to put it uh, – to, to get it all together yet. All right. Let's power rank these guys and get out of here. Okay. So last episode, we had Harrison Stormer, number one, Kid Cash, two, Styles three, Raven, four, Conan, five, Sonny Siaki, six. Jarrett, 7, Lynn, 8, Goldilocks, 9, and Dusty, 10. I think we have to make room for um, – what's his name? Who's the guy? Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> Malice. Oh, no. Uh, maybe. But who is the other guy? Bradley. <laughs> No disco. Cool I want to put Disco on the list. Okay. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we drop? Say it. I mean, Siaki wasn't egregious enough, egregious enough to come off the list altogether, right? No. Uh, 
All right. So Goldie, I guess, goes or Dusty? Which one do you want to take off? I'd get Goldie. I mean, Goldie didn't really do anything this week. Okay. All right. Uh, are we keeping Harrison Storm one or no? Uh... Oh, you know who we have to put on the list? This is who I was thinking of. Trinity. we got to put Trinity on the yeah. list. All right. Well, let's take Goldie and Dusty off then. Okay. And okay. put Trinity and Disco on. At the bottom. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, what do you think of Kid Cash going number one? Yeah. I would say yes. I mean, Harrison Storm weren't even on, right? They just had that one thing. Yeah. Right. Should we also put Red on? Yes. Uh, I don't know, though. I don't I don't know if there's anyone I want to drop off. Jared? <sighs> I mean, I thought he was okay in that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. And I don't really care, but it just feels amazing. <laughs> Red is part of, like... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, who's two? Is it AJ or, Har- or AMW or Raven? Um, let's put Raven and AJ ahead of AMW. Okay. Yes. Maybe. Do you AJ. want to put Conan ahead of AMW? You know what? Conan brought it in the ring, so why not? Yeah, I would say okay. yes. All right, so Conan, AMW, and then you want to keep Siaki there next? Sure. All right. Lynn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Red, uh, Red, Trinity, Disco. Okay. Is that 10? I think so. Yeah. Can't believe putting Disco on this list. <laughs> you had nowhere to copy-paste him from because he's never made this list. Before. I had to type it. I had to type it in this time of night. So glad we made it Look how far